Welcome to the first episode of Totality, where we analyze fictional characters that live in a world controlled by totalitarian governments. This is your host Luke, and my co-host, Anono. Today the story featured is 1984 by the author George Orwell. We will be looking at the progression of the main protagonist, Winston Smith, and his struggle against an oppressive government. Winston dreams of a life of freedom and liberty, and it is up to us to analyze how this society has affected his personality, his motivations, and the obstacles that are standing in his way. Winston is a common laborer working for the party, which, in this case, the party's totalitarian government at hand. The party has a mysterious leader, referred to as Big Brother. We know very little about this figure, but he seems to pose as the beloved figurehead for the people. Winston leads a very lonely life. Every day he follows the same routine, and he has very few friends. The party despises close friendships and works to keep the people separated. The only consistent interaction he bears with others is the occasional mandatory gathering required by the party. Winston has endured countless trials and tribulations at the hand of the party. They monitor his thoughts, facial expressions, who he, inter- who he interacts with, and his romantic endeavors. Suffice to say, there's very little about his life that he can say he owns. The horrific actions of his ruling government has rooted a deep sense of hatred and rebellion within Winston's heart. In a fit of anger, Winston purchases a diary and writes about the transgressions of the party. If he were caught with the diary, he would surely be tortured and killed. But there is a lot more at hand for why he bought that diary. Within Winston festers a fierce anger towards the party. Their sayings and regulations go against every independent bone in his body. With the constant surveillance present within this society, it can be remarkably difficult to hide one's thoughts from his oppressors. So with that in mind, Winston bought his diary for two reasons. The primary reason was to use the diary as an outlet, a way to release his anger in a healthy manner. The second reason was a way to immortalize, or at least pass on his knowledge of whatever transgressions that the party had committed. However, we believe that these reasons are not strong enough for the average person to risk their life for. Who would risk dying just to vent some anger? We think that the real reason Winston was able to find the courage to buy the diary was because he did not care about any punishments. Let's take a look at life from Winston's point of view. He has no friends, no family. He despises his leaders. He is under constant surveillance and threat of death. Quite frankly, he has nothing to live for. Given his situation, he views death as no great loss. If death is inevitable, then he should at least try making something out of his life. I think that a thought process like that is quite common within this society. In conclusion, these horrible conditions that the youth are forced to endure bring about this mindset. This brief purchase with a diary provides vast insight into the character and life of Winston Smith. Shortly after acquiring the diary, Winston encounters a man named O'Brien, an inner party member with power and influence. Immediately, Winston wishes to speak with the man, hopeful that he would find an ally in this dreary world. But Winston hesitates, nervous. He resolves to do it later. Let's analyze this first encounter with a man named O'Brien. It is stated that Winston feels a connection, a sort of kinship, with this man. When looking into his eye, he relates to the larger man and sees the same sort of resentment towards the party that he himself feels. Winston is sorely tempted to greet O'Brien. Having a friend with such power and influence with the same beliefs would be a massive gain for him. Yet Winston seems unable to approach him. 
Despite the possible benefits that could arise from making an ally out of O'Brien, Winston does not do so. The party is driven a fear so deep into the people's hearts that even men like Winston grow timid in the face of possible punishment. If this society has such a huge effect on even Winston, then how scared must the average civilian be? The next encounter Winston has is with Miss Parsons. Miss Parsons is a kind elderly woman taking care of two horrible young children. These children have been manipulated by party propaganda turned into slaves by the government. The party has cultivated the next generation to be nothing more than mindless savages, hell-bent on serving Big Brother. These kids grew up under the illusion of freedom. They believe that they are serving the party out of their own goodwill. Yet in reality, they are nothing more than indoctrinated sol soldiers. There have been numerous accounts of children reporting their parents to the thought police. If the next generation is willing to turn on their own families, what does that say about this society? Winston is horrified, and rightly so. So wrapped in metaphorical and mental chains, these children never even realized they weren't free. Winston is spurred on by this atrocity, and it inspires his anger and desire for revolution. This is an atrocity beyond all measure. It is events like these that inspire the people to rebel, and the people are more than right to lead a revolution. These countless acts of oppression and control have cultivated a sense of resentment in not only him, but in the future consort, Julia. Julia is a potential love interest who shares the same view as Winston. She is Winston's number one supporter. She agrees to go against everything the party does, but she does not think it's possible to lead a revolution. The party is too big a foe for her. This mindset of the, of the party being unbeatable is the hardest obstacle Winston will face in the beginning of any rebellion. A rebellion cannot occur with only two people. Given how the party keeps its civilians in a constant state of fear, it is incredibly difficult to convince the people that this is the correct course of action. Winston will have to overcome this and find a way for society to overcome this completely rational fear. Beyond that, they would need a vast amount of people. Such a large quantity of people would be nearly impossible to hide from the Thought Police. The Thought Police is the organization behind every camera and microphone. Winston would first have to find a way to avoid and outwit them. Lastly, there is the military might of the party. It would be a feat of impossibility to stand up to the strength of the party. Winston will need a way to avoid a large-scale fight. Perhaps he could hold Big Brother hostage or use guerrilla warfare tactics. In any case, the armed forces of the party are an insurmountable foe for Winston. Winston is stuck with impossible odds, a traumatized, fearful society, and with no allies. Yet still, Winston searches for a way. Any other man would weep in hopelessness, but not Winston. This shows that Winston is a very determined man, with independence written in his bones and anger imprinted in his heart. These totalitarian governments do not prioritize representing their people, and do not provide people with freedom as the government's main focus is keeping their power and expanding it. They don't enrich the lives of the citizens at all. The government controls everything about the citizens, leaving them to have autonomy over nothing in their lives. The feeling of having one's life be directed by someone else causes them to rebel against their superintendent. In conclusion, the methods utilized by the party results in a crippled and defunct society where the people are unhappy. Circumstances like these are gross perversions of human rights. If the people want to find true peace, then they need to fight for it. They need to take a stand or else nothing will be done. Winston has grown up conditioned by the party propaganda. The way this society is arranged has shaped his personality into that of a brusque man who is unable to share his thoughts with the world. 
gets very little value for himself, which is why he's able to dedicate himself to freedom full-heartedly. But is that the right course of action? A rebellion would cause great upset with the populace and the leader. Rations would be missed, guns fired, and thousands of people would die in the collateral. Is that cost too high for Winston? Find out in episode 2 how Winston proceeds with the rebellion, what bonds are formed, and betrayal is made. Ugh.